recording? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright. Uh, That's gotta make it in there. <laughs> we need to have a portion for outtakes. At the end. We'll see. Welcome everybody to the July episode of Weisscast. I'm your host, Aaron Weiss, along with... Special guest... Should I say my own name? <laughs> yes, you say your own name. I don't introduce anyone. <laughs> So you may have heard me mention... I figured mentioned... we would just go in order, so that's why we're special gotcha. guests first. Well, I was waiting for Jacob Moore, because it's kind of flow. You Sorry. might have heard me mentioned in several Weisscast episodes. I've actually got them written down. Whoa. Specific episodes and times, and we can go through those if you want. But I am Aaron Hargrove, finally <laughs> making my debut on Weisscast. And, I'm excited to be here. And I'm Jacob Moore. Uh, I, I've, been, I've been away for a long time. Yes. I think I haven't been on an episode in like five episodes. Uh, I was at a Braves game, and then I was traveling, I was out of the country. No, 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 he was just at a Braves game this whole time. <laughs> yeah, I've been at the Braves game for the last three months. Uh, they're doing really good, though, so that's why I was there. Yeah. Because they only win when I'm there. So technically they would be at a tie for, this, <laughs> for I, the last three months or however much you said. That's true. I actually, I'm, I'm pretty curious what episodes that we mentioned to you. That, yeah, yeah. Give, us, give us the list. Let's go through this. Season one, episode one. We're still in season one, so. Yeah, well anyways, future listeners, I don't know. Yeah. That's true, that's could have true. multiple seasons. I'm not going to jinx you guys like that. Going back to episode one, if you go to 540... I am the unnamed friend. Oh, we have time. We're talking time about stamped. Wii U. I hacked my Wii U back in the day, loaded it up with ROMs. I got called lame at 41.30 of that episode for the Wii U hack. However, <laughs> both of these two asked me to hack their Wii U shortly after. But I don't that, have a Wii U. Even though we don't condone ROMs. Air quotes. Yeah, air quotes. Thank you. I forget that this... Is a podcast on a... Episode yeah. 2. Actually, I have another time in episode 1. 1630, Weiss says he buys bad toothpaste so he doesn't accidentally eat it. Jacob just <laughs> says okay. They leave it at that. I needed to throw that one out there. That never got brought up again. I needed to say something. It was the first episode. I don't remember that. Episode two. I don't remember the context, but at 1510, they do finally say my name, which I was hoping they would. I get called a chach. Shortly after, they toast, AK roast, another one of our friend David. Which I'm actually okay with that. That probably is good that that happened. Um, episode 3 at 1930, you guys do admit to using ROMs, finally. Weiss was playing um, Super Mario RPG. On we, we admitted to it because you kept giving us crap about it. No, actually it was unwarranted. You were talking about games you were playing. No, you... I'm number one Weiss cast super fan. I've listened to the episodes. It's true. Every last one. We're Weiss... talking about off the episode you were giving us crap. Oh yeah, off the episode, yeah. I was harassing you guys. Uh, but Weiss was playing Super Mario RPG, and he yes. couldn't find it, so he downloaded a ROM, which he did not condone. Um, oh, also in episode three, uh, I get a shout-out at the end, Anita Wang, Weiss Cast's only donor on <laughs> Only Patreon. Patreon supporter, Anita yes, Wang. The yep. only Patreon supporter. You can find that at 4110, although they do list a lot of people who did not donate, so I kind of felt a little slighted as the Patreon donator. Mike Hawk did not donate. Michael Hunt did not donate. Only Anita Wang. That is true. That's true. Uh, episode four, honestly, I kind of toned that one out. Jacob talked about pens for way too long. I did. That was the, the 100 best pens. And so I probably yeah. was mentioned, but I didn't even make it through that one. So <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I love pens. I talk about it too much. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Episode eight, you mentioned my older sister. Just wanted to say, keep my family's name out of your mouth. Yeah. Talk about Kristen. If you're going to go after someone, go after me. It was our fault that we started that show on season three. It was our mistake. 
Um, couple just general comments not even pertaining to me. Um, Jacob says, warm and wet winter in episode five. I stopped listening after that part. Didn't finish that episode. Uh, oh, episode six at 2315. You guys wish me a happy birthday. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah, yeah birthday. Birthday Thanks, post. Yeah, you're welcome. That was a good time. Yeah, I yeah. think that was actually a day after your birthday. Yeah, thanks, guys. That one was but nice. anyways. Uh, and then the last one, Jacob says something about the Lang process in episode 6, 505, about Google Fiber. Just want to say, I bet you don't know anything about the Lang process. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Done. Man. Well, I got roasted. Uh, so there the... we go. We've gone through it. <laughs> I was not expecting to be roasted five minutes into... The episode about the laying process of fiber optic cables. <laughs> Anyways, I think we should go to a Google joke. Yeah, we should probably go on to the Google joke. Tell me a joke, Google. Why did the scarecrow keep getting promoted? Because he was outstanding in his field. Interesting. I was expecting a... Uh... Yeah, they usually have like little sounds afterwards. They even have a little animated scarecrow waving at us oh, on the that's, screen. That's actually kind of cute. It's not even like a ha-ha joke. It's just like a hmm. Yeah. It's, yes. It makes so you think. This is funny. Yeah. This the, is funny. This it's, actually, a, it's a statement. Yes. yes. That, that is funny. He was outstanding in his field. Yeah. So, Stuff like that. I, I guess from there we're just going to hop into Around the Web. Yeah. Why not? Hard I mean, of, do you want to do the... Uh, the noise? Do you know you know the noise that I'm talking about? Been hearing some noise. Is this? No, 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 no. no. This is the uh, the intro noise. To do you know it? Oh. You say you're the super fan. Time for some news. Are we allowed to say on the podcast? Well, at six minutes, I guess we are. Are we family clean? All right, around the web. What's what's up? First, their game master. We have. The Nintendo Switch Lite. That is true. All three of us are owners of the Switch. Um, not owners of the Switch Lite, because it's not out yet. It's not out. That was an obvious statement, mm-hmm. and I feel stupid for saying that. But anyways, what's uh, what's the Switch Lite there, Weiss? So, last week, uh, a few days ago, actually, not even last week, uh, I want to say Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Was that right? Is that right? Yeah, it was midweek. Kind of came out of nowhere. It was midweek out of yeah. nowhere. Um, they, they, being Nintendo, announced a... Slimmed down all in one switch called the Switch Lite, and it's more of like a Game Boy on steroids. It really is. What's Coke without a Diet Coke? Yeah, so exactly. Switch finally got its, yeah, yeah, yeah. Switch got its Diet Coke. I think it was more of like a Game Boy Advance, just <coughs> bigger Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And touchscreen. So those who don't know what the Switch Lite is, you basically have the Nintendo Switch, which you can take portably. You can dock it; it'll go onto your screen. Um, that is how it switched, air quotes again. Uh, but now with the Switch Lite, it does not switch. It is portable only. Smaller form factor, smaller screen. The Joy-Cons, a.k.a. the controllers on the side, do not detach. Yeah. And that's the, kind of the big differences there. Yeah, and also it um, takes away the rumble functionality. Yes. Um, and the... I think the gyroscope too, so yeah. like you can't yeah. do any of that that stuff. Uh, and it's it's available obviously for only games that are handheld. Yeah. Um, which I personally have been playing a lot of Switch recently. I packed up my Xbox a month ago because I'm moving to Arizona. In case the listeners did not know that, so I'm packed. I've been packing things up for the last month. So naturally, I've been going to my Switch, uh, which I only play handheld ninety percent of the time, anyways. Yeah. Uh, so someone that only plays handheld, if I had the money to be able to just buy something. $200 is pretty 
pretty steep price for this. But if I had $200 away, I would buy buy a handheld-only Switch if it was able to be where I could have games active on both Switches. Right. The colors are sleek. Yes. Like that turquoise. And so that's the other mm-hmm. thing we didn't really mention, but is kind of the bigger points of the Switch Lite. It is this cheaper. It's $100 cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The original Switch retails, I think, I, I mentioned earlier that I wish that games could be active on more than one Switch. So my Switch was stolen. My first Switch got stolen. Yep. So I had a Mario game on there, digital, uh, Mario Odyssey. And so whenever I got my second Switch, I got it re-downloaded onto my the second Switch, mm-hmm. or the new Switch. But it wasn't able to be played because it's not, it was already active on my other Switch. So I had to have Nintendo deactivate the other Switch. So I think there should be a loophole there somewhere where, like, with this coming out, I think they need to find a way to allow both. Especially since they have cloud saves now. Yeah. Like, because there's not really much point in having cloud saves. I mean, I, there is, but there's. It, it'd be nice to have it active on both. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I probably won't buy one. I'm happy with my Switch. Like I said, I, I very rarely dock yeah. my Switch. Really, the only time I dock my Switch is if we're playing. If I'm playing a multiplayer game. That's not online, and that's usually about once every three months. So something that Nintendo had said about the Switch a while back was their vision was multiple households would have multiple Switches, and I think the Switch Lite makes a lot of sense. Because say you have brothers or sisters, you're younger, living in the same house, you could have one mainline Switch, the big boy Switch, just sitting there, and then multiple others, say your brother or your sister, could have a Switch Lite, still participate, still play. I think the Joy-Cons... I'm not positive about this. Could still be used. I think they still they sync. Say you were, yeah, it's, using it on a different system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but they didn't just stop at the first switch. They they closet, uh, not closet the, the other switch. They didn't get rid of the other switch, but they did a closet update on the other switch. Yeah. It was... uh, so they're giving like some very minor tweaks to the other switch. They probably won't ever advertise it. Uh, not kind of noteworthy. Just noteworthy in the sense that newer switches. That are hot, hot off the press might have uh, better <laughs> might have better uh, specs than the one that I'm we're rocking right now. It, I could see it shipping with sixty four gigs. Um, Internal. I could see, yeah, I, I don't see that wouldn't be that big of a thirty two is kind of small. It is. Yeah, they're saying with the new switches, if you get one fresh out of the oven, like Jacob was talking about. <laughs> That they might have the new Tegra, I think it's the X2 chip, yeah. might be in it, is what I'm hearing. But who knows? They could, I've heard very modest upgrades. Yeah. Again, it's like they're switching out components so they they're can saying, make it more efficiently. Uh, the Verge was saying that those components, like, those, they're not going to advertise, obviously. The only way you're really going to know is if you get the Switch and you take it apart and see what's inside. Right. Uh, don't recommend doing that because you're going to void your warranty. Uh, just take the switch and enjoy it, and don't hack your switch because we don't condone it. We don't podcast. condone yeah, we switch don't... hacking until the next Nintendo console is out, right, guys? Sure, right. Um, so <laughs> right. we've been talking about the Switch Lite, and it's the 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 new Switch on the block. Uh, what do what do we think about a potential like Switch Pro, or like what what could that possibly look like? Um, uh, so I can see a Switch Pro coming out, but I think it's going to take two years. Yeah, uh, I think we we've had a conversation on this in our group message for a while. Uh, I think it'd be nice to have one because then we'd have better capabilities of, of bigger games being produced and developed. Um, but right now, if you look at the games that we that the Switch has, I don't think there's a, a market for that. Yeah, um, I could see, you know, because like the One X, the the Xbox One X, um, the updated Xbox One. 
it it can play all the Xbox. Well, really, games. that's the update Xbox One S. True, and, and the the thing about that is you can download the 4K resolution. Yeah. For all your games, like I could play any of my Xbox games, uh, and you have an Xbox One X. I could play any of mine on Wait, your did Xbox. Wait, you get a One X? When'd you get the One S? Me and Parker switched. What? Yeah, he didn't play his One S, and I convinced him to switch. Anyway, let's wow. gloss over what Jacob said a moment ago when he said, "Actually, it's a One S upgraded." I'd like to know the difference there. There's not that well, much of a difference. Weiss just said true, and we just kept going. <laughs> well, I'd like because to the, know the difference because there. the the progression went Xbox One. And then they wanted to up. They came out with Xbox One S, which was a slimmer version of the Xbox One. And then the Xbox One X, so technically, in the progression of the timeline, I guess Xbox it's true. One X is an upgraded version of the One S. It's not thick like the OG. Xbox. Right. Yeah. Yes. They have the same footprint Thickness. as the S. Yes. Yeah. Same footprint. It might be. It's that's about the same size. It's yeah. all about the thickness. Yes. Um, sure. But what I could see with the Pro is like having a dock that has like an SSD built in or something that has like upgraded textures and maybe resolution for games. And then when you undock it, it's, it's like the normal game. Um, but maybe the hardware is more powerful from the undock, but the, yeah. the docked is like just, you know, 4k, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know. I'm kind of with Jacob. I think it's a few years out. I mean, we haven't seen the Switch drop its price once since launch. I think we'll probably see right. that first, just to kind of give that some life, keep the sales going, because uh, it's still selling really well. Surprisingly. It's like 34 million units or something like that? Something like that. And I would like to see, I kind of liked what you touched on, the idea of an upgraded dock, mm-hmm. that being a possibility. I definitely think on terms of storage and battery life, there's a lot of opportunity to make it better that way mm-hmm. uh something i'd like to see maybe portably it only goes up to 720p on the screen i think say you did get a switch pro i'd like to see that 1080p at least yeah at least yeah that is that is the one thing i i don't like about playing portable um like i mean i play in portable a lot but granted the games i'm playing portable aren't really super graphic intensive yeah. i play stardew valley which i'll talk about more later um, that's been the one I've been playing the most recently. Big but, fan of Stardew. But other games I've been playing, I mean, other than I guess Smash would be the only game that's kind of graphic intense. But I'm playing. If I'm playing portable, I'm not worried about the graphics. Mm-mm. If you're and, playing Smash Bros. portably, you better be ready for that joystick on the Joy-Con to be busted. Yeah, yeah. And I don't play. I've really just been playing the adventure mode, portable, which I haven't played that since launch, really. It's been a a long time. I don't think I've played Smash Bros. like this year, honestly. Uh, My Switch says I had like 30 hours on it, but... I think it was all between the launch and the new year. Like, I I don't think I've played since the new year. I don't think I have either. If I have, it was whenever we were hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Maybe some random time. What's uh, what's next? Next we got uh, NBA Free Agency. Um, And our resident NBA... I guess follower. We're, me and Jacob really don't follow NBA that closely, but I know Aaron the Hargrove hot does. About my extent of the NBA. Aaron, Aaron Hargrove does, and it's been a crazy free agency. <laughs> yeah, it's been one of the probably craziest off seasons in the history of the NBA. I know in Weisscast they talk a lot about soccer, and I don't particularly get into soccer too much. Uh, maybe you don't get into NBA, but if you even follow it a little bit, it has been. You've seen more player movement this season, this off season, than you ever have before. I mean, just, I think, two days ago, you saw Russell Westbrook, who you thought would be on the Thunder his whole career, get traded to the Rockets, get a nice little reunion. I did did see that. Nice little reunion with our boy James Harden. 
Now, they say they know how to play together, but also that was back in 2012. Who's to say? People say they can't share the ball. They'll have issues doing that, so who knows? Just, I mean, just to do a quick little rundown, because you could talk, you could fill a whole hour with just that topic alone. Uh, you see Katie and Kyrie team up to form their super weird team on the Nets. Who knows if one of them will demand a trade? Probably, because they're both so strange. Um, <laughs> so that will probably happen. You see our boy Kawhi leave a championship team, go to the Clippers, go to L.A. The boy wanted to go home, but got Paul George. This kind of ties back into the OKC trade with Russell Westbrook that just happened. Paul George, he demanded a trade. He's going to the Clippers. You see Al Horford, kind of a smaller. People don't give him enough credit, I don't think. He played for the Celtics. I think He was on the Hawks a while back, right? Al Horford? Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, he was on the Hawks a while back. He was on the Celtics. He's now with the 76ers. Because Jimmy Butler has left the 76ers, gone to the Miami Heat. Um, there's a lot going on in the NBA. I could probably keep going and going. All this to say, I think if you look at the NBA historically, it's been the last at least decade, it's been super teams. you got Miami. Yeah. You've got the Warriors. You've got the Cavs. Um, you got a lot of teams. Now it seems to kind of be shaping out as a duos, the NBA Jam season, as I like to think of <coughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Because <clears throat> you have so many hot duos in the hot. NBA now. You can go team by team. I think parody, it's the most parody the NBA has seen in a really long time. So I'm really excited about this season. Yeah. That's, that's cool. Um, it's, it's been crazy, even as like a, I don't know bystanding fan like i wouldn't i wouldn't say that i'm a huge fan of the nba but i do like when uh these teams are have kind of like these super teams have been kind of broken up Mm -hmm. i think the funniest thing that i've heard and it's not even that funny it's just the fact that when Kawhi left toronto to go to la they're like oh balance is restored and I was like, what is this, what is this like, Star Wars or something? And it's yeah. like, I heard a lot of people talk about, oh yeah, the balance is restored. And I was like, I feel like the West is still pretty packed. Um, and the East is still not as... Hey, you know this is supposed to be refrigerated, right? No, it's not. Yeah, it is, sorry, I'm looking at his pantry and notice I'm torn when you it's supposed to be refrigerated. It's not supposed to be refrigerated. I, you get it unrefrigerated at Aldi. Oh, you bought the cheap stuff, that's why. Is yeah. it dry like me? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. Stuff you buy at Kroger is refrigerated. I know, I didn't get it from the refrigerator section. Stay in a cool, dry... It's not open. Alright, anyways, sorry. In case you're wondering, <laughs> Twirlini from Aldi apparently doesn't get refrigerated because it's dry freeze. Which I think the reason, going back to the NBA, you hear that balance has been restored because after KD went to the Warriors a couple years ago... It was a done deal who was winning every year. Yeah. They were going to win. Doesn't matter what other team went up against them. And now the NBA is really cool. And realistically, I think you have eight teams that could win it. It's kind of like the NFL in that aspect where yeah. you go into the season, it's exciting. You don't know who's going <coughs> to end up on top at the end. Playoffs, there's some upsets. The last like three, four years, NBA has been kind of boring in that aspect in that unless somebody, a major injury occurs, you know who's winning. So yeah. that's been really exciting about this offseason. That is exciting. Uh, just as a casual sports fan, uh, it's nice to see you know the leagues getting changed up. Yeah. Um, what's next, Wes? Uh, Pity Martinez uh, did a radio interview or a phone call interview with a uh, radio station in Argentina. Radio station in Argentina and kind of talked crap about our head coach Frank DeBoer. Yes. Which I mean, he hasn't been getting the. 
the support I think he should be getting. Uh, but also he hasn't been producing like he should be producing. Yeah. Uh, in case you don't know who Pity Martinez is, Martinez is uh, South American Player of the Year. Uh, Atlanta United purchased during the transfer season. Uh, and so he he came in trying to fill big big shoes and hasn't really been able to fill those shoes. Recently, though, he has been producing. He's after, been doing really well. After that article came out, he's produced very well and, and came clutch with a goal uh, in the Gold Cup uh, to pr- take us to the semifinals for mm-hmm. the first time ever. Uh, we're playing Orlando City, which will be a heated oh, match. It will um, be heated. He didn't match in the sense that Orlando City has never beat us, and we have never lost to Orlando City. <coughs> we have draw, we drew twice against them in the history, um, but that will be interesting. People say that's our rivalry. I don't think so. Uh, Red Bulls is definitely our rivalry. Red um, Bulls are those games get heated. Um, but yeah, Pity Martinez. Uh, last article I read about it though, him and Frank DeBoer were able to talk things through, and he's feeling a little bit better. About uh, about his position, and I think that might be because he's start producing better, um, and the team's just working better together. But I think in order for him to stay around, we have to see him produce better. Yeah. Um, especially going in, we're getting cl- we're in a neck to neck race right now for the supporters sh- supporter shield. That's hard for me to speak today. Um, and for so to see if we win the supporter shield, I think he'll, we'll we'll keep him. We'll keep him regardless because mm-hmm. he's an extensive player. But we, I think that in order for him to win Atlanta's fan base, he's got to start stepping up and, and producing more. And this season's going kind of how we expected it once we began the season as just really crap. It's it's turned around around the same time as we thought it was going to turn around. Yeah. Um, we're doing pretty well uh, in the last few weeks and months. And for people that, that are Frank DeBoer haters... He Frank DeBoer is on par right now for what Tata Martinez was on his first season with Atlanta United. Yeah. And if anyone remembers the first season of Atlanta United, we were okay, like we were winning games, but we were also losing games. Yep. Uh, we didn't win the championship. We almost we lost in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, so it is interesting to see people hating on it right now. The Eastern Division, Philadelphia's first place, which is very shocking. But I mean, the thing that's nice is we're only six points behind. Yeah. Um, that's two games right there. We we win the next two games. Philadelphia loses the next two games. We're we're in a good spot. We we're beating them on goal differential, um, for sure, which is nice. So I think there's a there's a lot of good stuff coming out of of MLS. And I think it's gonna be a, an interesting uh, second half of the season here. Yeah, I agree. And we've really only had like one real big misstep since uh, our kind of losing streak at the beginning of the season. That was couple weeks back with chicago fire uh losing 5-1 yeah and um, interesting fact the other two teams in the running for the supporter shield also lost by a deficit greater of three to zero three three to five to nothing that that yeah that's crazy um so interesting fact it's not just us that's struggling everyone's struggling but mm-hmm. uh atlanta had a pretty pretty tough travel schedule they did there in the in the middle of the season so they were traveling a lot they're we it'll be good now that we're out of the international break. Uh, we're getting some players back, so yeah. Um, I think that's all we got about Pity Martinez. Yeah. Um, from there, we're gonna go on uh, to a game system that I actually haven't played much of. I don't know if either of you have. Um, they they actually just announced I, I saw today a Turbo Graphics 16 Mini. Um, I think it was a little before our time. Um, yeah, kind of around that I've NES time. 
Heard uh, of it, never played it. I think, I mean, it's kind of cool for people who are nostalgic for that. Um, I don't know really anyone that has played yeah, TurboGrafx-16. I'm trying to think if I know of anyone that, I mean, I, whenever I think of game systems, though, it's not the one that comes to mind. I don't think I could name you one game that was on there. Let's see, I played a little bit of TurboGrafx back in the day. I'm, I'm pulling up the games list for the TurboGrafx-16 just so I kind of have an idea of what you're playing. Yeah, I I mean, it's kind of a, an odd system. It is. That was back when the system race was weird. Yeah, so just to clarify, it was not NES. So the 16 is 16-bit, which you'll know. Super Nintendo was 16-bit. Um, so around the same time as Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, which was not 16-bit. That one was 32-bit. But kind of that era yeah. of graphics. Imagine Super Mario World. Games kind of looking like that. Uh, so that's what the TurboGrafx-16 looked like. I'm looking, there are some games I've played. A lot of people have played R-Type. Yeah. I've heard of that. Uh, yeah, I've heard of that. R-Type. Um, I'm seeing Newtopia. Bonk's Revenge. Have not played that game, but very excited to bonk some people. If that <laughs> is what that game turns out to be. Yeah. So it looks like a pretty fun little system. Oh, I've, I've heard a couple of these games. If you grew up with Turbo Graphics, I know a lot of people were. Ooh, I had a Super Nintendo. I had a Sega Genesis. Power Man '93. I had a Turbo Graphics. Oh right. Also, the name of an upcoming Kanye West album. Is it really? Yeah. Huh. I, he is actually Kanye West. This is kind of a weird tangent, but Kanye West, having played the Turbo Graphics, is making an album kind of based off the sounds huh. that were associated with that. That sounds like that's actually cool. cool. <laughs> that sounds like something Kanye would do. He's weird like that. He likes to sample different sounds. Yeah, I respect like his, him. Like his voice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after that, we have... I, I've read a couple articles this week. Um, actual people are listening to Google Home commands. Compared to fake people? Well, you know, before people thought it was just like recordings, like AI and stuff. Yeah. Um, Wait, is like Google Home commanding other people to do things? No, 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 no. It's like... So, people... that. People that work at Google, their job is to listen to the commands that people are giving Google Home and to like... I hope they're listening to mine. Yeah. Oh, man. I, <laughs> always, I always tell Google, like, Hey, Google, SDFU, I have to like, Yeah. yeah. I, I, give, I tell Google some weird things, Yeah, it's like, man. hey, Google, suck me. Like, you know, stuff oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Um, so... Especially when she's had a couple of drinks and you're just like... Yeah. <laughs> or, like, whenever it yeah. randomly acts... <laughs> What if, yeah. Whenever it randomly activates, like when no one says, when does it randomly activate? Weiss, what are you doing when it activates? Usually your mom. So, um. Uh, anyway, so back to the article. Yeah, it's so it's it's not only at Google though; it's also at Amazon with Alexa. Well, yeah, um, Amazon's been rumored for uh, that for a long time though. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that. Um, and, I don't know, people think, oh, whatever, or it's like, it's an invasion of privacy. Like, no, it's not. You know what's happening if, you, if you're buying these products. Yeah, there's, like, there's no way they're not. In, so the way I understand them to work, though, so Alexa, for example, Alexa comes with two chips. One that is listening for you to say, hey, Alexa, or Alexa, or something like that. And then once that chip recognizes you say that something the one that actually listens to things is the one uh, that activates. Yeah. So that way it's, quote-unquote, respecting your privacy. That makes sense. Since yeah. there's only one chip listening for one specific thing, it activates the other one. 
Although I, I've heard a lot of stories though where Alexa will like respond when you aren't asking and it's about things that like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how like Instagram ads will pop up after you've talked mentioned like yeah. cat food for example. Yeah. So now we're all going to get cat food ads so you're welcome. Sweet. I love cat food ads. Yeah. Why? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you remember those like Meow Mix commercials? From oh, yeah. 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 Those were pretty funny. Those were fun. I w- that should be the uh, song going out. Yeah, maybe it should. We can probably find a remix of it somewhere. We probably can. Anyways, uh, I'm not, hot. but I'm not worried about it. I still, I think Google's more secure than Alexa. Yeah, and it's not like we're telling Google our like deepest, darkest secrets. They already know that anyways. Yeah, it's use like Gmail or any other Google services. Eighty or ninety percent of my Google commands are turn on the lights or turn off the lights. Yeah, because you're too lazy to go to the other side of the room. Or yeah. hey Google, I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or tell me a joke. Exactly. It's like, it's nothing that's like... Yeah. I can fix that with a fun fact. Wikipedia states that the name jasmine refers to the color of the rice, which is as white as the jasmine flower. Interesting. That's pretty hot. Wow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I hope this microphone picked that up. Who knows? We'll, we'll see. We'll see in post. Um, from there, we actually are st- sticking with Google, and something that's near and dear to all of our hearts, RCS. We've talked about it once before. Gosh, AT&T, it, get your shit together. It, at least once before on Weisscast. Um, but apparently Google is taking it upon themselves, um, which it should have been the whole time, to roll out RCS as opposed to leaving it to the carriers. Yeah, in case you didn't know, carriers suck. AT&T, you suck. Uh, that's all I have to say about RCS. Because RCS is already on AT&T, but it's called, quote-unquote, advanced messaging. And it's only available for Samsung devices that you have to buy through the AT&T store. You can't buy. I mean, it's un- the same with T-Mobile. You can't buy an unlocked Samsung device and have advanced messaging. Whereas my phone, Pixel Three XL, I bought from the Google Store, has capabilities for RCS text messaging. But because of my carrier blocking it, I'm not allowed to use it. So that's my stance on it. I'm. Well, it's not really a stance. That's just my aggravation. I'm. I'm happy that Google is taking it over. Because uh, it said that within, by the end of 2020, right? Or was it by the end of 2019? That it should end of 2020 be, sounds like a very long time. Yeah, I think it should be sooner than what it should. Like, I think it was originally going to be. I think they're going to start. They're starting to roll it out more. I saw earlier that they're rolling it out to. I want to say Sprint. Um, they're starting to roll it out to Sprint. That might be right. I might be wrong with that. I don't know. Something I've wondered with RCS. Google says they are taking it into their own hands. That they're going to roll it out. But how much of that is actually within their control as well? That is true. I've wondered. Because if it was ultimately something they could just do, why haven't they done it yet? So I have Verizon. I'm still waiting. I have the Pixel 2, which does have the RCS capability. But because Verizon is being stingy there. Yeah, because Verizon has it blocked on all devices except for for the three. three. you got to think, was it last year? It was like all the all the phones coming out would would have Android messages or Google messages pre installed. Yeah. So like So that was it, on whatever the, whatever the latest version were on Pi. Yeah. And so I mean that's it's not that far fetched to think that RCS could be something like that. Like Yeah, and, it, within and, that control. It will be built into the Google messaging app. Yeah. So or the me- take message text messenger that you use. So I could see it within the next update. But what I'm wondering is, so my, I have an unlocked phone, an unlocked Pixel 2, 
and it does have RCS capability. It definitely can do that depending on the network that it's on. Yeah. If Google is taking control, shouldn't it be as easy as flipping a switch? Yeah. Just, yeah. I think there's still a lot of network uh, limitations there. The network is definitely still blocking. So like my for my case, I have AT and T, and they're like I can't use RCS messaging. Yeah. And then like even with you with Verizon. So even though Google says they're taking it over, I can see. Yeah, how much control do they really? There's have? still some limitations. It might be a political thing where like, the that we they see that the carriers are not allowing RCS to open up, and so Google just like, oh, we're just gonna say we're taking this over. That way, people aren't gonna be as mad. Like they'll be like, oh, well, they're they gotta negotiate with everyone. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't seem like it should be that big of a deal because I mean, when iMessage rolled out years and years and years ago, it wasn't that big of a deal and i know that's a lot different because iphone is not nearly as fragmented as it's slash fragmented at all um but it is kind of similar in the fact that it was part of an update and yeah through their proprietary messaging app yeah i can see that what's next what's next uh i think that's the end of the articles um we're gonna go to our um monologues are what what we've been highlights. watching or playing our highlights what you been doing um so what you been doing jacob and i will start it off yeah lately we have been playing it's been out for a while we are do valley but i'd say at the same time yeah stardew, stardew valley, valley. <laughs> nailed it yeah we've been playing a lot of stardew valley uh it's a fun game what I mean, good I analysis. Let's, <laughs> yeah, let's just leave it at that and move on to the next Fun topic. game. Uh, Fun game. That's all you need to know. Whenever I, whenever I got it, so I got it. I guess two weeks ago now. I I was looking for a game that would captivate me and grab my attention. If I told you guys, hey, I'm gonna go water my plants, then go buy some seeds, go flirt with a local girl in town, maybe go explore a cave, maybe go pick up some seashells on the beach. It sounds very boring, but. Something about this game, it's so basically the game is a farming simulator. Basically the game is exactly what he just said. Yeah, it's a farming simulator. You live in a little city, some events happen. But for the most part, it's really about planning your day and what you're going to do. It get shouldn't done. be as fun as it is. And it's not. I mean, it is as fun as it is. But... <laughs> it's not as fun as it's it is. It's not. Uh, but I mean, it's, it's for some reason, it's like very captivating. Uh, it's grabbed my attention. It's something that I've, I've, I've wanted in a game for a while, haven't had it in a long time. To just like sit down and mindlessly play. Like I, I the other day I was like ten o'clock at night. I was like oh, I'm just gonna play. I'm gonna go farm for a couple of days, and then I'll, I'll go to bed. Next thing I knew it was like one a.m. I haven't had that experience in a long time. There's something really relaxing about you wake up in the game. I go water my plants for the first hour of the day. Yeah. And then I have a kind of loose plan on what I'm gonna do the rest of the day. I might go to the mine because I need some of these things. I might go stop by the blacksmith and say, all right, I'm gonna give him this tool of mine to upgrade. And then while he does that, I'm gonna go flirt with the local girl grab a beer or harvey or yeah or this dude harvey he was way too old to be a bachelor but he is <laughs> yes um i'm actually so just to get a little personal about my stardew account there's this girl maru great girl super smart building robotics we're dating uh but i'm seeing harvey on the side yeah i'm uh, i mean i haven't really got anywhere with my my hearts in the game i haven't really built friendships i've been focusing more on the cave i've been trying to reach the bottom of the earth uh but this girl emily I got, I got my eye on her blue hair. Yeah, so just so you get an idea. Works what... at the bar, the local bar. It's a great girl. I, I have two hearts for one girl. 
don't remember her name. Yeah, and she's sleeping with the mayor. So oh, yeah, you yeah, have yeah. Enough yeah. Shot. You yeah, have no yeah, shot. You're so right. I forgot about but that. But yeah, to get an idea, I think Animal Crossing, you can go fishing, you can go mine for minerals. You know, it's and like there's a, a lot of things to it's do. It's like a cross game. between Animal Crossing and Harvest Moon. Eh, I see it. I mean, that's pretty much exactly what it is. I've never played it. Harvest, I haven't played Harvest Moon. Uh, Harvest so Moon is sick. I wouldn't be able to tell you. If you like this, you might like Harvest Moon. If only I had a ROM for Harvest Moon. We're <laughs> actually uh, re-releasing Friends of Mineral Town on Switch, so you're in luck. It's a great game. Yeah, I guess you're. In luck. I have nothing it's a great to say. Game. I'm searching for words, but breathless. <laughs> took my go on, life. go on with your stuff. That's <laughs> it. That's all we have on Stardew Valley. Good game. There's multiplayer too online if you want to play with other people, which I've ha- we haven't done yet. Might be a fun couples game, although if you get caught flirting with the local... When I say, hey, Maru's going to sleep with me, uh, she's all about me. <laughs> it might yeah. be a little concerning if you're playing with a significant other. That or really true. anyone <laughs> at all. <laughs> that, that, that is true. Uh, I was playing the game and my fiance asked me what I was doing. And I was like, oh, I'm flirting with Harvey. Probably not the best way to describe what I was doing in a video game. But yeah, I, I was flirting with Harvey. I spent half of my money on flowers to give to this dude. That's what I did today. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it's 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 kind of a stupid game, <laughs> but really fun. I, I spent uh, five grand on two apricot tre- trees. On two, on two trees. <laughs> they won't even produce fruit in this season that you're yeah. in. So. He he's, he's a season away from being able to produce fruit. So. I just needed something to make my farm look a little better, you know? Yeah, because we make fun of you that your farm looked ugly. This is one of those games you could sit there and talk about for a long time. Good conversation starter thing to talk to people about. So you can catch it on sale pretty often. So yeah. if you get the chance to pick it up, very I mean, fun game. It's on Steam, on Switch, might be on Xbox, I don't know. Yeah, I think I got it on sale. I, I don't remember. I didn't. I paid $15 for it. Probably did, you cheap ass. <laughs> <laughs> I probably got it on sale for like 10 <laughs> I, I, I'm so cheap. <laughs> uh, I've been watching uh, some TV shows recently. Yeah? Uh, really just game shows because that's what Kristen's grandparents likes to watch. They watch game shows. And the game show specifically that I watched, I watched for the first time last night, Holy Moly. It's Stephen Curry's uh, new game show that he's produced, and it's where you have like a, a extravagant mini golf course. It's extreme putt putt. Yeah, extreme putt putt, and then you're trying to win a million bucks. No, that's two hundred fifty dollars actually. It's only two hundred fifty dollars. Two hundred fifty thousand. All right, so wow. <laughs> have you guys seen Happy Gilmore? The final shot where Scooter McGavin, his dude driving the car, he like busts down that yeah. whole little whatever thing Shooter they McGavin. have. Yeah, Shooter McGavin. Scooter McGavin's a band. Whatever. I thought I said shooter. Yeah. Total scooter. It's shooter. It's shooter Whatever. McGavin, and then Happy has to hit that shot off of all those things. Yeah. That's what this show is like. Yes. People actually trying to do the, that. The commentary is really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, the golf sucks. I mean, there is people playing putt putt, and <laughs> so some of it is terrible. Some of it they're like, oh, this guy's actually pretty good. But there, the commentary is what really makes it. One guy in there, I don't, I don't even know who's the, the commentator's names. The one commentary, he sounds very professional, like he's actually commentary on a golf game. The other guy is like just cracking jokes the entire time. It's really funny. Highly recommend checking out. Comes on Thursday nights at nine o'clock. Is it an ABC one? Oh, it sounds it's like a, it's ABC. Yeah, I that's say, Rob Riggle and uh, Joe Tessitore. That's it. Oh, dude, I love Rob Riggle. I yeah. couldn't think of their names. I'm sorry. Shoot me. Boo. I'm sorry. This is not good for an audio. What are you guys doing? <coughs> Weiss just did finger guns. That means shot me. And that's why I said boo. 
Yep. Because y'all can't see this. There's just awkward listeners. silence, and that's yeah. what he did. I felt uncomfortable, so I thought I'd point that <laughs> Thank out. Thank you. I was uncomfortable. I, I was uh, honestly uncomfortable. That's really it for me. I've just been doing, playing Stardew Valley and watching game shows, and really the only one that's really captivated my soul is... Your soul? <laughs> is holy moly. Something I've been watching, I think that a lot of people have been watching, is Stranger Things Season 3. A shout out to Billy Hargrove and the Hargrove family in that show. I'm looking out for you. You guys are looking out for me. My family's in that show. Uh, but it's been a really good season. I think it probably is the best season of Stranger Things really? so far. Whoa. Yeah. I haven't seen the second one, so maybe I should watch that. Something cool about Stranger Things Season 3 is the big setting, if you watch the show, is based off this mall. And Stranger Things obviously set in the 80s. And basically what they did in Gwinnett, Georgia, pretty close to where we're at, they redid an old mall. Yeah, I heard that they kind of brought the 80s back to life through that. Yeah, they made it look like the 80s. And if we went right now, if we drove down to where the mall is, we could sneak in and go. And they actually really got into the details of this thing. You could go in. There's stores. Like, you see old classic Gap stores and um, JCPenney, those kind of typical mall places. That's pretty cool. They totally recreated it. Very cool. Uh, but the season itself is pretty good. Um, kind of builds off. A lot of the development you see in season one and two. I mean, that's of how, course, that's how shows work. Yeah. That's how that happens. Uh, but a lot of the relationships you see, like uh, Dustin and Steve, that's one of the pairings I think people liked a lot. That was kind of surprising in season two. They bring them back together for pretty much the whole season. They don't even really branch off into the other group. Hmm. Uh, but it kind of ends on a cliffhanger. Really good season. Uh, I didn't love the first two seasons of Stranger Things, but this one actually kind of caught me. So... Good season, definitely watch it. Yeah, I'll watch the second one. I first. need to. I don't know why I haven't watched it yet, but I, I want to. No excuse. No excuse. Um, so I haven't been watching too much t- new TV. I've been watching a lot I've of the been Simpsons. Watching BoJack Horseman. No, actually, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's typically what I would say. But every I'm, episode, I'm a changed man. I've been watching the Simpsons. Oh. Um. All. 500 something episodes pretty much yeah no not really i've just been skipping around um but yeah because the first like seven seasons suck what i don't know season seven's the best one i don't know i've watched like seven episodes total those are the (laughs) never mind to our listeners uh actually in an earlier episode jacob says to send hate mail to aaron at weisscast.com yeah i'd like you guys to submit your favorite season of the simpsons to aaron at weisscast.com or if you think the first seven seasons are bad or just send him pictures of yourselves they could be risque they could be not they could be anything please do i'll let you decide what you send (laughs) or send him what season of the simpsons you think yeah just send me the favorite season that works risque um (laughs) but i've been watching a lot of the simpsons on the fx now app you can just like hit shuffle and it'll play like a different. Or you can just record from... them all on YouTube TV. And I've done that too. Okay. FX. I'm not allowed to say that word, but you can say the <laughs> <laughs> the letters. <laughs> I also saw Spider-Man: Far From Home. Um, pretty good Marvel movie. I really enjoyed it. Big Spider-Man fan. Um, I think I might have liked it better than Endgame. Um, just I Endgame didn't do it for me. Like it was. What does do it? For what you? did you not like about Endgame? It was like. It's a better question. It was pretty anticlimactic. I, I think I, uh, killing Thanos 
so soon into the movie, and then like the way he comes back was just kind of ridiculous. He and didn't even get to try his soup. He, did, he did not even get to try his soup. To those of you who know me, I have a big issue. If you've seen Endgame, spoilers, obviously, I guess Weiss already spoiled it, but Avengers kill him very dies. early. into. You should have seen the movie by now if you haven't. Yeah. But very early into the movie, he dies, but before he dies, he's very calmly just Making killing his soup. farm getting organic, fresh ingredients to make this soup that he's been working so hard on it. It was he, probably really good. He dips his spoon in, he's about to take a bite, he's so close, and boom, he's decapitated. Like, yeah, it's done. Like he, yeah. And I took huge issue with it, because I really thought that soup looked good. And so, anyways, you can and keep going. That's the up. best part about Spider-Man, is that there's no moments like that. Like, there, there's no uh, delicious, almost soup. And, uh, yet... In-game just... <laughs> Delicious almost soup. It, I'm pretty sure it's still soup. Yeah, it, No, it's almost soup, because is it really soup if you don't get to try it? Yes. It's no, it's not. Um, There's just a lot of... Like, in-game was probably an hour too long. Um, I argue it was an hour and a half. Yeah, long. so something that I didn't like about in-game... It like, did not need to be three hours long. Well, to me, it felt a little cheap, because it was like, alright, I loved Infinity War. Stakes yeah. were set, it was high, and then it's like, alright, we're just going to go back in time... Exactly, like it. Yeah, and that's that. It just completely undid the greatness of Infinity War, and um, but Far From Home was a great follow up. It's like, uh, without spoiling anything, it's like, um, Spider Man just like really trying to figure out if he still likes wants to stick with the Avengers or not, and um, kind of his his like inner struggle with that. Interesting. Um, trying to be a normal. Teenager, going through puberty, uh, realizing that he likes MJ, um, that kind of stuff. You know, the the classic teen story. Um, Sure. Does Toby make an appearance? I heard there might be, kind of in the vein of in the Spider Verse, we might see some Toby Maguire, maybe some Andy Garfield. Uh, I I'm not going to spoil anything. So I'm not going to spoil anything, but. So Toby Maguire might be in the film. Have you guys? That's what I got. You guys mentioned games that you've been playing. Yeah. Um, well, game Stardew Valley, but also Hargrove and I have been playing Mario Maker Two. He's been playing more of it than I have. Um, but great game. It's Infinite Mario. It, what, what else can you say? Like, you can get it and not build a single thing and just have pretty much infinite Mario levels to play it's for true. forever. Or you can play the story mode, which are Nintendo-made Mario levels, and they're really fun. Or you can get it just to be creative and make your own Mario levels. Or you can do all three. It's great. Yeah, something I've really liked to do is I actually... You can follow makers, people who make courses on there that you like, follow your friends, see what they're playing. Something I specifically like to do is I like to follow one of our friends, and anytime he sets a world record on a course, that's something you can do. Uh, it'll show up and be like, hey, I own the record for this course. I like to stalk people, and if they get the world record on the course, quickly beat that record so I can have it and so they can have none. Uh, so there's a lot of cool things you can do with that. <laughs> it's definitely a way you can flex your creativity and yeah. a lot of cool tools. It's, it was a nice little upgrade over the first one. It's kind of like a Mario social network almost. Like, Yeah, you see, I don't know if anyone owned a Wii U, but Miiverse, you could get on and draw posts, share them, do comments on things. Some vulgar things. They definitely took some inspiration from that, Uh, and you see that, because the Switch did not get Miiverse, which was something a little confusing, I thought, because they developed it well on the Wii U. Yeah, I think they should have. 
would have been nice. They should have transferred over. But you definitely see some of the ideas from that using Mario Maker 2, so really enjoy that. Fun game. And uh, lastly, a game that I've been playing, uh, haven't played in a couple weeks because I was on a road trip, uh, God of War. It was Game of Year 2018 for a lot of people. Um, incredible game, and I don't usually care about storylines in games too much, but this one really is worth following. And the gameplay is just incredible. Um, beautiful game. Uh, and I never played a God of War game before this one, and it's just a lot of fun. Wait, Weiss, are you sure? I'm looking in your PS4 now, and I see Leisure Suit Larry in <laughs> the PS4. Are you sure you're playing God of War? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I don't think so, man. <laughs> Is there even a Leisure Suit Larry out for, like, modern yeah, systems? Yeah, I think they made one recently, actually. You would know. Not that I would know. No, you would totally know. And uh, lastly, um, this being an all-inclusive uh, podcast. Uh, all-inclusive. All-inclusive. white, too. <laughs> yeah, we're all white. Well, that's not Boy where the list. inclusiveness comes from. Um, on Sunday, our uh, women's national team won the World Cup uh, for the fourth time. Um, second time in a row. Second time in a row. And... It is probably the greatest American dynasty in sports. I would say it is. Um, it, it, yeah, it is. They're the most winning. They're the most winning. They're really fun to watch. Megan Rapinoe said the F word on every single stage that she was the one after the... So, I think if she said... Megan Rapinoe's badass. She is. Um, and, you know, just the whole team has been fun to watch and follow. And the, the whole cup, every game was exciting even though there there was never really a game where i thought oh man we're gonna probably gonna lose this one or like i was never worried um but the games were still exciting yeah, because that's what the united states women's do right women's united states, but they they win i wanted to get someone's opinion on this but watching that game against thailand when they won what was it like 13 0 yeah i kind of felt bad for thailand it literally looked like they just picked a girl up off the street for their goalie like well so the the girl that was their goalie plays d1 she's the backup uh, keeper for kennesaw state really yes uh and so the people that say so two years the last world cup there was no goal goal differential to determine the tiebreaker and mm. this world cup they introduced the, tie, the tiebreaker rule which has been established in the men's world cup for a while so in, in a goal differential standpoint you want to score as many goals as you want uh, my issue is they were celebrating their 13th goal like it was their first goal. Mm. Yeah, I, so that's something I took issue with, although I didn't know about the goal differential yeah. as a very casual I think, soccer fan. I don't remember exactly uh, uh, the like who scored all the goals. I know someone scored like five goals, um, and you know celebrating your fifth like it was your first is, is, is ridiculous, but... If that 13th goal, it was their first goal in the World Cup or something. Yeah, like, I mean, celebrate that, it. Celebrate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't need a whole team celebration for every yeah, goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, also, at the same time, that is the biggest tournament for soccer, men or women. And so, like, I understand, like, they, they want to celebrate. It's a world stage. Uh, and as as that keeper, that should push her to get better. Not yeah. saying that she wasn't great. Uh, and I think U.S., the, the women's did a respectful thing. Afterwards, they went... And they shook hands with the Thailand's player, and they like they like talked talk to him. They weren't 
mean about it. They didn't right. say leave. Like they were Wait, respectful. You said the Thailand keeper plays at Kennesaw. She's a D one athlete. That makes me feel better. Literally, like yeah. that's crazy. So it's not the like they just picked up some random chick. She's a D one athlete. Yeah. Uh, playing at she might be. It should be. I think it's Kennesaw. Uh, and I think she, I think she's the backup keeper though. Uh, so that's know, crazy, but she's but, on a national team. Yeah, I mean, also think about it. Like you're playing against people that, you know, are potentially be thirty years old. Yeah. Like, uh, and then been playing their entire life. Yeah. Uh, they might be a little stronger than you. They might mm-hmm. be able to kick a ball faster and get it past you. Yeah. Also, keepers are a really hard position to play. It is. And after you've given up a couple goals, you might as well just be like. I actually, give up it. ten. <laughs> what's the what's another three? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but none of that matters because they won the World Cup. I think if they would have lost, I would have been more upset that they won 13-0 for nothing. Yeah. What's next? Uh, next is our um, is movie, movie time. Movie time. Wrapping it up. Ew. <laughs> All right. I have a movie. Y'all are going to guess the movie. All right. And 20 questions. I don't have a way to tally it. No, I'll tally. All right, cool. Whenever you're ready, you can ask the first question. Y'all... Y'all decide which, how you want to do it. We'll just alternate questions. Mm-hmm. I'll ask okay. the first one. Yeah. Okay. Was this movie released before 2010? Yes. Does it have a male lead? Uh, yes. But not primary. Was this released before 2000? Yes. No. Sorry. Is this a an action movie? Um, yes. Is this movie focused on more than one person? Yes. If you have another question, you can ask it. <laughs> I can't think of one. Was this movie released before 2005? Yes. Wow. Between 2000 and 2005. Action movie. Focused on many people. Right. Is the lead actor um, white? No. Ooh. Wait, yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Very tan on this photo. Is this a strictly an action movie? No. Is it an adventure movie? Yeah. I don't know that there's a big difference there. I don't think there is. I don't think there's any difference. Yeah, there is. What action movie isn't an adventure movie? That's not yeah, a question. I know. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I'm giving you based an off action of, movie that happens in just one room. <laughs> I'm giving you the anywhere. based off of what IMDb says. So, just to be clear, these are movies that like I definitely. You could say, go out on the street and be like, hey, this movie, you know about it? And they would, right? Yeah. Hmm. 
white lead can before 2005? Yes. 2000 to 2005? Mm -hmm. Does this movie involve heavily a phone call? No. Damn, it's not mm. That came out after 2005. Does this movie involve oh. murder? No. <gasps> it's actually kind of big. Tame movie. Is this movie rated PG-13? No. It's R-rated. Probably. Actually, I don't know. What question are we at? Twelve. Three more till the end. Early two thousand action adventure movie. Is this movie sci-fi? No. Are there? F is this movie um, like pretty funny? It has some comedy. Is it part of a franchise? Ooh. Yes. Hint, please. Okay, I gotta figure out the hint because you just asked the question. The question. My hint was going to be that it's also a considered a comedy. Uh, so. Um, action comedy franchise. Released. Oh, I'm going to give you the, the year and month it was released. Okay. Released March of 2001. I don't know if that's going to help. I just feel like anything else is going to give it away. Action adventure. Huh? <laughs> According to IMDb. Part of a franchise. Released in 2001. Was this movie geared towards kids? Yes. What are we at? About 16. We have three more than a guess. Geared towards kids. Is this movie animated? No. Does this movie star Matthew Broderick? No. What a waste. <laughs> <laughs> Are the lead actors children? Yes. Is it Spy Kids? Yes. Let's go! Knew it! I was thinking Shark Boy and Lava Girl, but Ooh, that would have been a, good one been too. a great one. Let's that freaking go. Who's really tan in the... Uh, the dad. <laughs> Dude, that chick grows up to be a grade A babe. She does. Grade True. A. Grade. I need everyone to know grade A. Well, <sighs> folks, that's all we have for Weisscast, the July edition. Um, I am your host... Aaron Weiss. You Did can you find forget? me. <laughs> oh, wait. Who yeah, am I? I, yeah, I forgot who I was. Let me look at my phone and look. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Weiss is right. Uh, Hargrove, where, they, where can they find you? Uh, I don't know. Aaron Hargrove on social media. On, link, on LinkedIn. He's a yeah, LinkedIn. Aaron Hargrove. Look me up. He's a professional guy. Uh, you can find me at JakeMore1 on Twitter. Uh, season 2 will be launching in... Mid-August sometime. Mid-August yeah. sometime. After we're both moved and settled. So this is the end of season one. Season two will will be... I don't know where I'm going with this. It's going to be an episode in August. <laughs> and that's when we'll pick up with our regularly timed 
weekly and episodes. Who knows? Aaron Hargrove and I will be uh, roommates at that time, or housemates, rather, and he could be on more episodes. I might be on less. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and actually, I might be on less, too, because I'll be in Arizona. Yeah, and there's a three-hour time difference. and There might be a lot of monologues. Yeah, there might be a lot of uh, random people showing up. Who knows? Anyways, that's uh, the it. Do, do. Oh wait, you don't do that song. What's the outro song? The outro song this week is Pokemon Red and Blue Trainer Battle Remix. Find that on SoundCloud by Rob Ez. We are out. Meow, 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 meow.